Talking Therapy from Talking the Bay with Chris Moore. Hello and welcome to another podcast from Talking the Bay, a counselling and psychotherapy practice started in Cardiff in 2008. Talking Therapy aims to demystify the many options and choices available to you when you're searching for therapy and a therapist to best meet your needs. And maybe listening to some of the people you'll hear from will help you take that first step. This time we're talking with Alison O'Connor about the subject of moral injury. Alison is a BACP accredited counsellor, supervisor and lecturer in counselling and therapeutic practice. She's also a Talking the Bay therapist. We'll find out more about her specialist area of interest and the way in which moral injury affects many different professions since the COVID pandemic. But first we discover her pathway to becoming a therapist is once again a varied one. I actually started out working in drama and theatre. So my, uh, I originally did a drama degree and um, quite quickly after kind of starting doing a little bit of acting and directing, I realised that actually what I was really interested in was the, um, the therapeutic potential of drama and theatre. So I uh, worked for for quite a few years in prisons and secure mental health hospitals using um, drama-based group work, theatre, creativity as a way of helping people kind of tap into their feelings and emotions, kind of work out what was going on for them, um, and as a way really of understanding their, their life story. So kind of naturally, I guess, through doing that work, I got more and more interested in, uh, you know, the the therapy side of the work. And that's then when I decided to train to to become a counsellor, a therapist. Um, And while I still I still kind of do a little bit of both, I still have an involvement in, you know, using creativity and using theatre. Um, really now you know most of my work is is in counseling and also in supporting other counselors through supervision the primary topic of this uh, episode of talking therapy is moral injury could you start just by giving a definition of what it is moral injury um is and it, it comes from it sort of first originated in 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 uh work with military veterans so people who had experienced great trauma and um, difficulty a moral injury is um the the kind of definition i guess that exists of it is emotional and psychological distress so suffering that is caused as a result of somebody's core moral and ethical beliefs being violated so if i put that in kind of simpler terms like it came from came out of work with vietnam veterans where they came back um this is was in america came back to america and were working with psychiatrists therapists and what they discovered was that as a result of having to having to do things that went against their kind of core beliefs, you know, their core sense of what was right, Mm -hmm. they experienced a kind of really profound loss of like, of meaning, a loss of who they, who they are. Um, That was different to PTSD, which kind of perhaps most of us are more familiar with, you know, thinking about war veterans, like, okay, we get that. But moral injury is something much more to do with shame and guilt that comes from somebody 
not being able to live up, I guess, to their own moral standards. I suppose it's been around as long as the act of war itself, yeah, um, yeah. even though as a condition, I, it's only been talked um, about, I suppose, since the 90s. But it's been around for a long time, but I guess treated in a different way and known as something else, perhaps. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's definitely not something new. <laughs> I think that's a great way of putting it. It's been around as long as, as war itself. But yes, the, the language, this term moral injury is relatively recent. Um, just, yeah, in the 90s, it was first used. And now, kind of, I'd say over the last like 10 years, it's becoming much more widely used in the military context. But also, and I think maybe this is where we're going to like really see the rise of it. Um, since the pandemic, it's been used and talked about much more in um, frontline workers, I mean, doctors, nurses, um, now more recently, firefighters, paramedics, police. While that might sound like a bit of a leap, you know, to go from the military context to, to those kind of professions, what's, what, what people are, are noticing now, therapists, mental health workers, researchers, is that the experience of, of someone not being able to do their job and provide the level of care that they, you know, were trained to do, that they deeply want to do, is happening for people on a daily basis. I'd maybe forgive an example, you know, if we think of like the stories we're hearing about paramedics due to the huge backlogs in, in the healthcare system, having to spend an entire shift, you know, sitting in an ambulance with patients and not, you know, that kind of being helpless to give the level of care they'd like to. We can understand then the distress that some, not all, absolutely, but some health professionals are experiencing as moral injury, this real like conflict between the job they want to be doing, ideally the care they want to give and the reality on the ground. You mentioned PTSD a few moments ago, and I would imagine there may well be some confusion when people hear about moral injury. They assume that it it's just another form of PTSD because that is such a common uh, phrase now. We hear about it all of the time. Yeah. How would you describe the differences between the two? Yeah, that's a great question. So PTSD is, is you know, primarily is a fear response, you know. So it's it's what happens when our brains and our bodies get stuck in the, um, the fear response that happens in a moment of overwhelming circumstances. So... Um, you know, people may have things like um, flashbacks, they may be hypervigilant, they may have intrusive thoughts. And, and PTSD or post-traumatic stress, as it's, you know, sort of sometimes called now, kind of in that drop the disorder um, way, is very much understood as a a mental illness you know it's it's got a clear kind of diet there's a route to diagnose it there are clear treatment protocols the big big difference i think with moral injury is that moral injury is not a, a mental illness it's it is a human response to very very difficult circumstances you know it's um it's an emotional response and it's and this is something I personally I feel quite passionate about that we I think if we do and that there is a chance this might happen if we do kind of medicalize it you know and it becomes a mental illness 
then I think we might be in danger of of losing the fact that actually this is this is as I say just a really human response to systems to situations that that are failing that are that are not good enough that that are wrong. Call Talking the Bay on 029-2010-3173 or find us online on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. Your discovery of the concept of moral injury goes back to 2016 and it came about as being a part of a Winston Churchill Travel Fellowship. So how did that come about and what was the aim of the study? I guess going back to you know where I started which was working in theatre and drama my I had this Churchill travel fellowship um which is you know is a fantastic scheme available to to anybody from any walk of life um where you can kind of go to another country immerse yourself in what you know in, in sort of best practice there in a particular field and you know come back and, and share what you discovered so I was really lucky to go and visit lots of different projects that were using creative methods. So um, songwriting with soldiers was one of them. Um, Theatre workshops, you know, in New York City for military veterans from age like 18 to 80. Travelled right across America looking at, uh, you know, I guess what I was really looking at is we know that talking therapy can help. We know that, you know, things like EMDR, those sort of uh, treatments can help. But what I really wanted to look at is, you know, what can the arts offer that maybe other things can't, you know, sort of music, drama, dance. Um, and and while I was there, um, I, I was introduced to the concept, to the idea of moral injury and the fact that one of the ways that it's described moral injury is a soul wound. So rather than it being like, a, you know, as I said earlier, a mental health issue, it's actually a, a wounding of like the deepest part of us. So to me, when I heard that, I thought it makes perfect sense then that things like music, you know, singing, drumming might reach that wound in a way that sort of just, you know, the traditional two people sitting in a chair and talking about things maybe might not be able to. It sounds like an accidental discovery then on your part. You came <laughs> yeah. across this uh, condition that you weren't looking for, but yes. somehow caused you to look into it in, in much more detail. Yeah, I think that's a great way of putting it. Yeah, definitely an accidental discovery. And, and what it did, I think, was it helped me. I'd been sort of prior to going on that that fellowship, I'd been working a lot with military veterans and and their families here in Cardiff. And, you know, there was there was this experience, I guess, that I, you know, this sense that I had when I was sitting with these guys and their families and listening to their experiences, that label we talked about of PTSD just didn't quite fit or didn't cover it. So, yeah, it made sense then when I got this idea, you know, heard this idea of moral injury. So that's your work with veterans NHS Wales? It was with Veterans NHS Wales, yeah, but also with Relive, which is a, a charity um, 
uh, which uses creative approaches to to work with uh, people impacted by trauma and li- other life challenges. Yeah. And, and Relive is a charity that you co-founded, of course. Absolutely, with um, with Karen Diamond, my yeah, co-founder and, and best friend. So yeah, and that's that work is ongoing too. So there's um, a veterans choir and community choir that meet a chapter in Cardiff. A, a recent, the most recent thing that Relive have created is a, a comic where um, veterans worked with artists to explore actually moral injury. Um, and to kind of use the, the the idea of putting their experiences into comic format as a way of, I guess, understanding them and, and also letting go of them a little bit. So your discovery of moral injury came primarily through a military road, if you like. How do you think the armed services have accepted this concept if you like one assumes there was a time when moral injury ptsd that the 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 side effects of being in service was unspoken Mm. and uh, very much left to each person's own devices have the the services been uh, sympathetic in adopting these new uh, conditions oh that's such an interesting question i would say on the whole yes um, certainly with in terms of PTSD, you know, that is now, I think, widely understood uh, across, you know, within the military and services that support. I think moral injury, it's, it's a much more recent issue. So, so I, th- I think there's a long way to go. And I think, you know, and this is just sort of my view here, but I think moral injury is is possibly a bit more political because, you know, in a way, if we're, you know, if our kind of leaders or leaders of the military, you know, were to like accept that sending people to war can profoundly damage their, you know, their core sense of what's right, moral, ethical, then the logical thing would be just go, let's not send anybody else to war ever, wouldn't it? I think it's a work in progress. I think, you know, there's definitely... Uh, an openness to it uh, and a and a willingness to learn more but it is is really really early days you wrote a really excellent piece for the BACP on moral injury and that mentions the fact that the UK doesn't record suicides by uh, ex service personnel many of them i would imagine as a result of 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 suffering moral injury from what they've done and what they've seen why do you think that's the case? I don't know is the answer. I don't know why the UK doesn't record those. I know a lot of, of other Western nations do. And I think in answer to your question about, you know, is there a link between moral injury and suicide? The the emerging evidence suggests that, yes, you know, there, there definitely is. Because moral injury left sort of unsupported. What we're learning about it is that it can just absolutely eat away at somebody's sense of who they are you know and their their right to be in the world one military veteran that i worked with explained it to me as he said you you have these experiences that are so horrible you no longer feel like you're a human being when we think about somebody trying to come back and just you know readjust settle into i don't know a job you know here family life 
if they are struggling with that sense that they're they're not even human or they're not worthy of of living a human life it's easy to understand how people end up in great distress um so i think finding ways uh to to approach this and and that's another thing that that sort of i discovered was that there has been or you know sometimes a real wariness from counselors therapists you know psychologists about approaching this this issue because it's you know it's how do you define it is it a is it a spiritual thing we're discussing is it ethical is it um you know it's it's um it doesn't fit neatly into a box i guess you know and so from my experience i think that you know it just it requires us to just listen very deeply to people be willing to hear the stories and their their moral murkiness but also if i if i may apologies if i'm got taking us off track here but what i'm find noticing at the moment is with people that i'm working with it's actually doctors and nurses who are describing moral injury and i think that's an area that maybe as a counseling profession but also as a society um i think we need and maybe have a duty to to be to understand a little bit better you know what it's like for for those health professionals to be dealing with these you know daily kind of with this sense of not being able to to do the right thing uh which is which is often you know a, a trigger for a risk for moral injury you mentioned ethical issues uh just now so let's just touch on those a little bit because there are ethical issues for therapists and counselors when we're talking about ex service personnel here dealing with moral injury conditions uh because the experiences that have created the problem for them may well themselves be illegal which puts yeah. the therapist in a difficult ethical position in a consultation how would you deal with that it is a really complex area and and something that i think as a profession we we need to explore more and have more guidance on but you know you you're right what you mentioned there that unfortunately in that sort of chaos of of war situations things happen that that are profoundly wrong and as you say sometimes uh possibly not even legal you know the the confidentiality of a counseling session is is its you know its foundation it's its greatest strength in a way i think needing to be i guess how i approach that is just needing to be very clear with people that you know if they need and want to talk about something that they think may not be legal that they would need to just be very careful about not talking about specific dates places names that actually you know i think it's possible to talk about the sense of what happened and the struggle without going into details that may implicate people or may be very difficult to you know to manage and what about the techniques themselves as, as a therapist for dealing with moral injury cases are there specific go-to techniques that you have i think that's the question that that we're probably you know over the next i would guess right like 10 20 years people will be researching testing out my sense right now at this point is that 
techniques are not what's needed. I think, you know, my understanding of moral injury is that it is, it's a really just human response to being in a kind of an impossible situation. I think the the best way for me to respond to that as a therapist is to be a human, to witness, you know, the, the person's pain, struggle, suffering, and hopefully help them to be able to find a way to make sense of that and to fit it into their whole life story and if you know if possible find a way to forgive themselves for any wrongdoing that they um you know have have been involved with and to tap into some self-compassion so so i guess that would be for me you know my approach be there witness the story and you know explore it and see if we can move towards a place of forgiveness and maybe if not acceptance as you've mentioned a few times it's not specific to the military yes that is that is where you discovered um your passion for it you've talked about the the covid uh, pandemic creating a whole new batch i would imagine of moral injury issues from the various people who were involved in the life and death decisions that they had to make are there any other areas in which you're seeing an increase in in moral injury conditions i'm really excited to take part in a conference next month at um the in durham they're launching um an international center for moral injury Um, So it's going to be a a research centre, but also, you know, about practice. And when I, you know, I looked at the conference and the range of presentations, it it includes um, moral injury in the police force, um, moral injury in um, journalists and aid workers. Um, It also, which I think will, will... I'm sure be an area that we'll we'll learn to understand a lot more about. It talks about moral injury in survivors of um, childhood sexual abuse. So situations where um, where trust has been betrayed. Because um, I didn't mention earlier, but in terms of our the definition of moral injury, that is one of the the key factors as well. So it's a sense of um, you know, wrong being done by the person or witnessed by the person, but also of betrayal by someone in a position of authority. You mentioned earlier Relive, the the art and health charity that you co-founded. How can we find out more about the work that the charity does? Great. So people can go to www.re-live.org.uk. That's it for this edition of Talking Therapy. Don't forget to click subscribe on your preferred podcast platform so you don't miss any of our future shows. And if you'd like to leave a five-star review, that would be much appreciated. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you on the next one.